The sequel cast airs Wednesdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Cascadia.fm online internet streaming radio you can also download episodes of the sequel cast from www.sequelcast.com there was a podcast called the sequel cast they talked about movies and they talked about something else called boobies the sequel cast Hello and welcome to the Sequel Cast. This is a podcast where we review movies in a franchise, one movie at a time. We're currently in the middle of covering the Rambo films. In this episode, we'll be taking a look at Rambo 3. I'm your host, Uncle Milkshake. With me is Thrasher. Hello, everybody. And, uh... Jersey Jason. Jersey Jason. How do you do, sir? Yeah, I'm not going to come back as Troutman. Um, I could have been Musa. You could have been Musa. Very well. Rambo 3 is directed by Peter McDonald. It came out in 1988. And uh, for a really long time was the last film on the Rambo series until the more recent movie just called Rambo, Rambo which we'll cover Yeah, which I want to talk about because I, I love that movie. I can't wait to talk about that one. Yeah, I think that one's pretty interesting uh yeah, can we just can we just skip this one nope nope but i i know what you mean we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> pretty soon uh so rambo 3 is directed by peter mcdonald who has been a second unit director and a cinematographer in a lot of famous movies but he also directed uh, mo money and never ending story three starring jack black yeah starring wait, jack black wait three it was direct to video oh, jack okay. black pays the leader of, plays the leader of a group of punks who find a copy of The NeverEnding Story and sort of rewrite it to inflict hell on people in Fantasia. Oh, we should do that. We should do that one. That could be fun. The sequel. Yeah. The, um... No, First Blood 3. Yeah, right. It's called First Blood 3 in Malaysia, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, which is a great title. Why don't they should have just kept it First Blood? And... But you have to have Rambo in there. That's such a... First Blood again. Well, I guess he had become such a, a hero because of the second one. He was uh-huh. much more badass. That they wanted him to come again. Well, sure. One of the one of the posters, the Soviets. For, one of the posters for Rambo Three, just showed uh, Stallone, you know, tying the bandana around the back of his head. You just see his shoulders coming out of a black wife beater, and all the poster says is "Rambo's back." But you literally are seeing Rambo's back in the poster. <laughs> uh, now, where does origin- this fall? Where does this fall in the the Rocky series? Um, good question somewhere after clubber lang but before drago yeah let me see so rambo 3 i just said was 88 right mm-hmm. and just like up stallone and it should just have his whole oh i think so I've, i should just use internet movie database instead of wikipedia um so after rocky 4 but before rocky 5 hmm. well because, i mean go. you look at because you look at his physique in both of these movies. And he's at a time in his life where he's got to be constantly working out. It wasn't until much later that he got to be fat for Copland. Yeah, and that kind of stuck with him for a bit. Uh, I actually, at one point, owned an exercise book co-written by Sylvester Stallone called Sly Moves. Oh. And he talks a little bit about his career, not so much, but he says Rambo 3 is when he was in the peak of his shape. But, you know, it's the kind of thing where all you eat is a chicken breast is like one chicken breast and a few pieces of spinach. 
but you mm. eat like a lot of chicken breast. Like that was his whole diet. He did insane amount of exercise. Uh, he admits like now, like way too much exercise. It overcome. They exercised in the snow and uh, chopped a lot of wood. Yeah, for, for, <laughs> for Rocky Four. To prep well, for you know, three. Uh. <laughs> I got I to say, though, I, I think I prefer, I prefer this Stallone physique. No, I like, I like that he's cut, but he's trim. I really don't, I don't like Stallone when he's just totally bulked out. And I also like his hair in this style. The mullet, yeah, he, he really has something. I was mentioning the director of this one's Peter McDonald. Uh, according to an interview Sylvester Stallone did for a, a popular movie blog called Ain't It Cool News, um, he mentioned that the original director was Russell Mulcahy, who directed Highlander 1 and 2, and um, Stallone... Wait, then why, why, if he was the original, why did he not finish it? He... Uh, Stallone fired him, because one of the first things he had Russell Mulcahy do is he told him, we know we need to, the bad guys are the Russians again in this one, and they need to look really tough. And apparently the Mulcahy just caught, cast some uh, blonde pretty boys who didn't look threatening at all. And that was enough for Stallone to give Mulcahy the boot and hire uh, Peter McDonald instead. Really? Because I would have thought it was because in the second half of the film, he had Michael Ironsides and two people in crow costumes attacking <laughs> Rambo in a train station. <laughs> God. No, Highlander would be fun to cover on this show later. There's quite a lot of those. No, no. Uh, Highlander would be fun to cover. All the remaining Highlander films would not be. <laughs> <laughs> Well put, I've only seen the first four, then they did a fifth one called The Source. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, yeah. Rambo, so let's talk about Soviets. Yeah, let's talk about Rambo 3. In some ways, this kind of feels like a, a remake of Rambo First Blood Part 2, and that he's fighting Russians again. Instead of the helicopter versus helicopter showdown, you got helicopter versus tank showdown. But uh, I, I think the beginning of this movie is, even though you start out with an action scene of a... Uh, Rambo stick fighting for money that he gives to Buddhist monks at a Thailand monastery. Which is lampooned in Hot Shots Bark Dukes. Yeah. And I think, you know, the stick fighting is a great, great fight scene. Cool way to open the movie, but then you don't have another real action scene until 45 minutes into the movie. And, uh, you know, at the end of First Blood Part 2, the character of Rambo is really fed up. And so that he goes to Thailand to kind of get away from it all and, and help these monks and do construction work or whatever it is he's doing for money. Uh, he couldn't get a construction job in America, but he could in Thailand. Well, again, it, it's more of the idea that he doesn't get hassled by the monks. They don't like, they let him come into their town. Exactly. And, and I, think that's, I, I think that's pretty fitting and kind of a unique way with the character. You might notice in this film, around his neck, Rambo wears a tiny green Buddha uh, necklace, and that is what the uh, lady, I think what, Kobao or something from Rambo 2 was wearing around her neck mm-hmm. so, again, it's very subtle, they never outright point out in this film, hey, you remember from the last one this is why I'm wearing this necklace around my neck, but it's a slight reference anyway, good old uh, do you have any thoughts on the stick fighting at the beginning? It's cool, it, no, again, you're right it is a really cool action scene, it shows that he still has it, and it also kind of shows that he's still a badass, and one of the reasons, I guess, that uh, Ta- uh, yeah, sorry, uh, uh, Ta- Troutman, Troutman comes to get him is because he is still that good. And also the guy that he fights is pretty, pretty neat looking, too. It also points out that you don't, really, you don't see stick fighting in movies, really. 
It's a great... All, all different kinds of, of stick fighting are wonderful martial arts, but they just don't get... Uh, they don't get showcased in film. Sure, I mean, that's a good point. You see... Uh, I guess you don't see nunchucks in movies that much either, but that's kind of a different thing. Well, you thing. Don't, uh, You see nunchucks all the time. Especially yeah. in the 80s. And the Ninja Turtles, sure. Uh, but... Back to Rambo 3. I have a feeling we'll be saying back to Rambo 3 a lot in this episode. Uh-huh. Um, Rambo's back. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Troutman uh-huh. comes with uh, the embassy field officer Robert Griggs, and Robert Griggs is played by Kurtwood Smith, who was uh, the bad guy in RoboCop 1. He also is the dad on that 70s show. And they go... And he is kind of a, he's kind of a badass, because he, he's kind of the, the one that you, you... Everybody likes Troutman. Troutman is the level-headed guy who's been Rambo's friend through this entire thing. He always has to have a foil, some douchewad uh, bureaucrat. And that basically is filled by uh, uh, Robert Griggs. Right, and they go and they recruit Rambo for a mission. And I, with this movie, you really got to keep in mind when this was made. This was made before September 11th. Uh, well, which but, hadn't happened in the 80s. Well, no, September 11th did not happen in the 80s, contrary to popular belief. You know, the mission is the U.S. is supplying Afghanistan with weapons to fight the Russians for their independence. and That works so well. And, you're right. No, yeah, nothing happened from that as a result of that later. But uh, there's one pocket in Afghanistan where they can't get the weapons to them because there's a especially sadistic Russian general preventing them from getting there. So Rambo, they want to hire to team up with Colonel Troutman and... Uh, take this Russian general out so the weapons can be delivered to this last pocket in Afghanistan so they presumably can be uh, victorious against the Russian army. And, uh, you know, in, in real life, this war was called the Soviet-Afghan War, is the, is the name for it. But Rambo... like the French-Indian War. Or the Spanish-American War? No, the French and Indian War. Or the Gorn-Romulan War. Ooh, that's a good, that is a good illusion, or uh, analogy, or comparison. But Rambo doesn't go with them. He has to be, you know, part of a, these movies with the hero characters. They have to be a reluctant hero. He says, you know, I've done my part. No, you, you just go do it, Troutman. And that they send Troutman on this mission is frankly unbelievable. Troutman, how old is this character by this time? Um, let me try and do some math and see how old the actor was. Okay, so this movie came out in 88. So the actor was... 62 at the time, Richard Crenna. It was about 62 at the time the movie was released. So let's say... That's like, like launching Buzz Aldrin back into space. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he'd do it. I think he'd do it. I mean, but, you know, it shows... And At the beginning, you have some nice dialogue between Troutman and Rambo, where he says, you know, deep down, even though you don't want to fight, you, you were trained to be a killer. That's the best of what you are. You're a warrior. That's your best thing. And I think it's a nice... It gives Troutman... Certainly has a lot more to do in Rambo 3 than he ever did in Rambo uh, in First Blood and Rambo First Blood Part 2. You get some good dialogue. You're right. You have some parts in there. And uh, sure enough, you know, Troutman lands in Afghanistan and there's Russian helicopters and stuff waiting for him and he gets uh, captured. He becomes a prisoner of war. So Robert Griggs comes back, Robert Griggs comes back to Rambo and tells him what happened and Rambo immediately says, oh, i got to rescue my friend. i got to go down to Afghanistan to do this one-man mission. But see, here's the thing. Is if Rambo had gone with, with Troutman in the first place, 
would the, how different would the movie have been? In this one, he's going to get his friend who's imprisoned by the Soviets. If he had been there to begin with, do you think it would have been more successful? Or do you think, I guess, action would happen quicker in the movie? Well, you know, there, there's a classic, there's, there's sort of the, the in a classic sort of uh, trope, for lack of a better term, the, the, the mission gone wrong, that you can get some great stories out of. Uh, and in a certain, to a certain extent, Rambo 3 is another mission gone wrong film, Except that Rambo isn't on the mission that goes wrong. Well, it's like it's like um, Uncle Milkshake said. It's the reluctant hero. He has to go and right. fix because he himself thinks, "Oh, maybe if I had gone, I could have saved him." So now he you has also, to go and save him. You also need to give Rambo a personal stake, you know. And and by make by having by making Troutman captured. That's about as personal as you can get with Rambo, because of all the characters, Troutman is the only person who's stuck with Rambo, who's trusted him, believed in him, and 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 helped him. Mm. What so was I, that so book? I think that's what the only that? way to give Rambo a meaningful motivation in this film. Will, what was that book that Professor Nice used to um, point towards? The Golden Leaf or the Golden something? Compass? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not the Golden Spiral. It has to do with... Um, mythology and how heroes are supposed to act, but how oh. hero stories are always formulated. No, no, it was a Joseph Campbell book. Wasn't it? It, it may is. Is, the the is it the hero with a thousand faces? No, but I think that's a component of it, isn't it? That's a, that was a book where uh, Joseph Campbell, uh, a guy that was big into mythology, showed the hero's journey as a structure through uh, mythology from around the world. And it was famously used by uh, George Lucas and company to do the uh, original Star Wars movie. Mm, and a lot of, so, but uh, the Golden Leaf, that could be, be something, too. I don't know what that is. But I remember it being, um, talking about, again, how stories are structured. And if this, had, if this had been different, it probably wouldn't have been as successful. Or if Rambo had said no to the whole thing and just not gone back, well, the movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it looks like Troutman got captured. Hmm. I'm going to go back on this. Uh, that doesn't sound like Stallone at all, damn it. You know, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, I'm going to go back and build George this. Scott. Yeah. I'm going to go and build this temple. You go get him. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm building the temple. Leave me alone. But, um, yeah, maybe it would have been more interesting had Rambo and Troutman get... Or what if it was the other way around? What if... And this is the sign of a good movie, fellas when you start talking about other ideas for the plot that might have been better than what was actually on screen. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know if any of our ideas are better, but... Uh, yeah, because well, if, what if Rambo would have been captured and Troutman had to try and rescue him? No, no, because here's the thing is, if Rambo had been captured, he probably would have gone psycho, escaped, and they would have followed him into the woods and all died. Speaking of going psycho, that is a touch you do see uh, at the beginning in the stick fight where the fight goes back and forth. Rambo is on top of the stick fight guy, and he starts shaking and sweating, going crazy, and it looks like he's thinking about killing the guy, but he doesn't. And uh, But they don't really push that too much in the movie. But certainly Rambo yeah. is an unhinged. He's still a fragile, he's unhinged. That's yeah, he's it. unhinged. Fragile, fragile uh, state of mind. All, you, all I am is a killing machine. Yep. It's Rambo <laughs> in so many words, in uh, this film in particular. 
But uh, I, I think Afghanistan, and or first he goes into Pakistan to meet up with Musa, who's his contact, who uh, gives him some weapons and kind of shows him around where there's a local village in Afghanistan and introduces him to the rebels there. Um, but I think Afghanistan at least is an interesting change of pace from you got the woods in First Blood and you got the the Vietnam jungles in Part 2. Well, I think they're trying to keep the settings current. I and mean, that was uh-huh. the current sort of military operations of the day were in and around Afghanistan. So, you know, that's where Rambo has to go. But uh, I don't think Musa is that interesting of a character, however. Uh, I have to agree with you. He's not as, he's not like a uh, femme fatale or a character that you yourself want to follow. And neither is, um, but but I do like uh, Hamid. Um, Is that the kid? The kid, that's the kid who joins them, yeah. And I think he's he's funny. He's, I guess, he's short comic. Yeah, yeah, he's comic relief. Yeah, like, I don't round. think he's quite as annoying as Short Round, maybe because you know he's trying <laughs> to be like a little he's trying to be like a little Rambo, and it's very endearing. Um, the thing is, we have to care about somebody other than Troutman, who's seen every one of these movies. We have to have somebody that we care about to um, be hurt when they die. Right. Uh, one piece of dialogue that happens when Troutman is captured. I made a note of this on our Twitter feed at twitter.com/sequelcast. Is uh, Troutman's captured? The Russian general, you know, is trying to torture him, and he wants to know where the missiles, in, in, as they're, like, where are the American weapons located, and the Russian guy says, where are the missiles located? And Troutman goes, close. Where? Says the Russian guy. And Troutman says, in your ass. <laughs> so, it's kind of a silly piece of dialogue, but again, it gives Troutman more to do, even if he's saying, like, oh, I'll never give up the secrets of where the weapons are, and Rambo's gonna get you, and all these things. But at least that Troutman gets captured right off the bat, considering the age of that guy makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he he is kind of, he's showing the, I guess, the grit, the true grit of America. Yeah. Because um, he still is American. Rambo has kind of forsaken America, if we can say that. And then how do you, how do you, how do you pronounce uh, Mahajahadeen? Uh, Mah- Mujahideen? No. Mujahideen. Mahada. Mahadeen? Hakuna Matata? No. Um, um, the people, the people who help, who who don't want to aid him, and that's also like Musa's people and Hamid's people. They don't want to help uh, Rambo because they see him as American, even though himself. Do you think he still thinks of himself as an American? Well, I don't know. Uh, Thrasher, are you back? Yep. Great. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting because there's a line of dialogue early on where Troutman goes to see Rambo and uh, Troutman, you know, when Rambo refuses to go on the mission with Troutman, Troutman says, well, I'll see you when you get back stateside. But Rambo seems pretty entrenched in Thailand helping out this uh, Buddhist uh, temple. Now, I've never been to Thailand. I've heard stories. I've known someone that's been to Thailand. I've never been. How many of those stories are body? But that's the thing is, I've always wondered, like, it supposedly is a very beautiful country, and I bet it is, to all our fans in Thailand. Um, but I, I, I really like to see it for myself. It, it, I'd like, really like to go to anywhere in Asia, but... Um, sure. Uh, so, this is a thought. Yeah, well, as you maybe, I'll, maybe I'll stay there and help Buddhists build temples. Maybe, just like you'll be a little Rambo yourself. Uh, i got to keep things moving, because this will be a shorter show. Um 
I got a birthday party to go to, I believe. So anyway, but, the Russians attack the village. Yeah, and I think that's, that's a pretty neat sequence. The, you know, Rambo's introduced to the, to the rebels in this small village in Afghanistan by Musa, and he meets the, meets the kid, Hamid, like you're talking about. And then all of a sudden, these helicopters kind of do these strafing runs and really hurt a lot of civilians. It's, you know, it's a, it's a dark scene. It's not nearly as gory as what we see in Rambo 4, which we'll talk about next yeah. week. Uh, but I think, it, you know, that's something, again, to really get you on the side of the Afghan rebels, is, oh, they're going after civilians. And... Uh, gives Rambo kind of more of a cause, although he already has a big cause in wanting to rescue his friend anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it is kind of strange. Do, do you think it's artificial that they try to give Rambo even more motivation by having him see this atrocity? I, I think, you know, it's so much with Rambo being an American to Vietnam vet in the first two that I guess the average American, uh, especially at that time, might not even have real. Uh, you know, when Rambo, Rambo 3 was released, might not even have realized Afghanistan was a country. So you have to introduce the conflict. I, In truth, I still, if I tried, could not point it on a map. Me neither. It's just, it's, it yeah. has this huge... I'm doing it history. right now. <laughs> the land has such a huge history of being able to keep other people from taking it. At least that's what NPR tells me. Well, as John Oliver said, it's the most unconquerable region of the Earth. Yeah. And the terrain it, is a large part of that, too, with the, all the mountains. But yet we have this entrenched base of uh, Soviet um, military. I don't, even, I don't even want to guess all the numbers, because um, there's a pretty good body count after, uh, after Rambo goes through it. The numbers in the but, film or in the actual war? Oh, in the actual war, yeah, there's there's a good number of deaths um, on both sides, frankly. Uh, but I shouldn't say good number. Uh, a substantial number. Substantial is a much better word. I mean, according to the 1990 Guinness Book of World Records, Rambo 3 has uh, 221 acts of violence with over <laughs> 100 characters killed on screen. And one Let's th- list them. Uh, Gary. First you get shot by a bullet, Lewis. then he explodes. Shot by a bullet, shot by a bullet. It will list it. Molotov cocktail. He's not shot by a bullet. He's shot by Rambo. Yeah, I guess the bullet the doesn't, bullet doesn't do the shooting. <laughs> but, um... This has the most, this has the most violent... Of building and evacuating the people in the building. I would say... So far, this has yeah, the most so violent. This is the most violent. I, I think the... The big action scenes are on a larger scale, so it gives kind of an epic quality. Although, the last half of this film, you have 45 minutes of pretty much non-stop action that I found a bit difficult, a bit numbing to take. Uh, but anyway, Rambo goes to the, uh, the base where Troutman is captured, and he's followed by Musa and Hamid in tow, even though they're not really supposed to go with him. And, like, the first attempt... To get him, they 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 don't they're not successful. Hamid gets shot. Uh, Rambo gets uh, he gets uh, what does he get? Shrapnel hits him in the side. He gets shrapnel. Um, and they but they escape. He sends Hamid and Musa away, and tries and each time he's gonna like continue to try to get Troutman, even after he's hurt. Um, 
they're able to get Troutman. Well, and, yeah, and, Troutman and Troutman makes him get other people. And the truth, Rambo was just there for Troutman. Yes. Which, again, as you mentioned, kind of makes the whole scene, introducing him to the villagers, kind of superfluous. Because that bond between Rambo and Troutman is pretty strong. Um, yeah, I mean, he's take, yeah, he's definitely he's been a mentor, but he's also kind of been um, father figure. Uh, no, not just a father figure, but he's also kind of been the cause of some of the problems, like in Rambo too. Um, and I guess he gets him out of the trouble that he's in in, in First Blood, and then gets him out again out of prison at the beginning of uh, First Blood too. And then he bo- he keeps bothering Rambo. It's like, yeah. really? Is there nobody <laughs> else? Into heroism. Ugh. Just let him build his temples. Um, and again, we have another helicopter thing. Um, Which again is similar to um, <laughs> Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yeah, there seems to be a fetish for destroying helicopters and glorious explosions in these films. Yeah, yeah, the 80s okay. were... Actually, you've had a helicopter in each of these movies. Yeah, Oh, I didn't think about that. You're right. In the first one, there's a helicopter that torments Rambo by the waterfall, and he throws a rock at it. <laughs> in Rambo 2, he's against a helicopter. Whips out in a, a helicopter. Rock, in a helicopter, but whips out a rocket launcher. If he was Bugs Bunny, he would have said, aren't I a stinker right then? <laughs> Pulled the trigger and shoots him. In the third one, he's against, he sees a helicopter. He hates helicopters so much, he's in a tank and uh, shoots it down. Which a tank, <laughs> tank versus helicopter makes marginally more sense than a. But seriously, after okay, I don't think the way that it was, yes, the way that <laughs> the way it was shot down, I don't think that helicopter should. I don't think he should have survived. But Rambo and Troutman survive and escape on foot, and then they wind up like walking into just a massive front of Soviet tanks. It's a crazy <laughs> battle. And I, I like the bigger scope of it, but it, I mean, if you thought First Blood Part 2, Rambo, Rambo First Blood Part 2 was cartoonish, <laughs> you know, in the G.I. Oh, Joe but no, sort that's, of in the, that's the best part, is because <laughs> of the tropes in this movie, you have the cavalry arriving in the part of oh, literally. the right. uh, Afghanistan uh, Maja, Mahiadin warriors. Um, with, of course, Musa and Hamid, because they went and got their people. Their massive cavalry, overwhel- overwhelming overwhelming the Soviets on a horseback. You know, like, all, all this cartoon stuff we've been building towards, now all I can imagine is, you know, after Rambo blows up a bunch of stuff, the main Russian villain just kind of turning to the camera, I hate that the Waskali Wambo. Uh... <laughs> I, you know, I have to say the Russian general, even though they don't give him much to do, I don't think he's as interesting as the one they had in First Blood Part Two. But um, I mean, this guy just kind of, kind of looks like a Russian walrus or something. He has a well, just a guy with an accent. That's sure. all it is. Yeah. At the time, we were still in '88. When did the wall come down? When did no? When did when did the Soviet? Uh, when did the USSR break up and join other bands <laughs> to pursue solo projects? Yeah, the wall was in. Uh, Germany, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, west and east. So, so the breakup was. Yeah, the reunification of Germany didn't happen until uh, 1990. Okay. Well, it didn't end until 1990. But at the time this movie came out, you had uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, which you know was a starting uh, sort of offering of a, a peace leaf, or you know trying to be more 
uh, I guess, positive in their negotiations with the United States. But one of the things that I would have liked to have seen, and because the, the, the military at that time was so, oh, I don't know what the right word for it, the Soviet military was so militaristic. <laughs> yes. As, as opposed to the pacifist militaries. <laughs> but I, I kept imagining that even after the USSR had fallen, that there would be contingents of the Soviet army that wouldn't have gone back and, and could have easily set up their own little fiefdoms, especially in um, the Middle East and perhaps uh, the, uh, I don't want to say, uh, North Africa. Dude, George, Jason, it's, it's pronounced fiefdom. A fiefdom would be a nation ruled by a man playing a flute. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. You're giving me a good idea of something that might have been neater than the story in Rambo 3. What if instead of going to Afghanistan... Rambo was sent to uh, Mother Russia itself. Had to go undercover <laughs> as a Russian. To take down the Russian army from within. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you guys. Well, how how would you convince Rambo <laughs> to do that? Uh, or would Troutman go there? Or would he say no? Troutman would go get captured. So he has to blow up Russia to rescue Troutman. You know what? That's all you have to do. You just send Troutman in somewhere and have him captured. Then Rambo will follow. What if Troutman goes in a mission, but instead of, you know, being captured, he gets assassinated? Uh, and the grief sends Rambo into a rage? No, no well, then, then, then Rambo would actually track down Death himself and destroy Death. I'd see that Well, movie. no, because in, in the actual <laughs> battle, though, uh, Troutman's injured. And, and um, Rambo uh, gets into a tank. He, like, after, even though he is bleeding, he crawls into a tank. And goes after, what's his name? Zazen? Zazen, yeah. Zazen, yeah. I like Zazen that tank. Versus, I like that tank versus helicopter as well. Um, Better than shark versus alligator. I mean, there isn't much to say with the, the plot of this movie. We basically just described it in record time for the sequel cast. Um, <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the point of this movie? Uh, we should love our friends in Afghanistan because they'll be our friends forever. As long as the Soviets are hard to meet together. I mean, together. the movie ends with a title card. The film is dedicated to the gallant people of Afghanistan, which comes off really weird post-September 11th, mm. if you're an American. But, like, I don't know. Or to, to some Americans, I should say. Uh, so, I mean, I don't... Well, anywhere in the Middle East, if we said, this is dedicated to our friends in the Middle East. Hey, guys. Comes off as pandering, sort of. Uh yeah. Most of them, I and I mean, in, in the movie, the last line of dialogue is very cheesy. It's uh, Rambo and Troutman going off. And uh, they say, I don't have the exact line in front of me, but it's something along the line of, aren't we getting a bit old for this? Uh, when did Lethal Weapon come out? <laughs> Before. Yeah, well, that, again, that's the idea. Is like, yeah, how old, was, uh, how old was Stallone at this time? I mean, you say he was in his best shape. But at, he's at still getting time, on in here. Stallone was forty, uh, about forty when the movie was made. He was forty Jesus. years old. And how old? And we'll talk about how old he is in Rambo Four. Oh, well, yeah, that's another topic. But sure. Because the the idea is, yeah, they are old for this. And Troutman is the actor who played Troutman dead by now. He he died. Yes. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and but, we have now reached the moment in the show where we mention an actor is dead. So I everybody, think, I think we mentioned take a shot. That, we mentioned that back in the first plot episode. Uh, but, you know, I like in Rambo 3 that they gave Troutman more to do. I thought that was a 
noble effort and, and change. Yeah, he's because he's the character we care about because he's he's actually sane. <laughs> he's an American yeah, soldier, right. and he is kind of he's like he's the guy we care about because yeah, he's currently in prison. He's getting tortured. Rambo's just coming to get him. Yeah, we care about Rambo because we see oh, he's sane enough to realize that he has a friend in Troutman. And they're supposedly going home, but Rambo doesn't go back to the States. He shouldn't. Right at the end of this? It just shows him riding off. Like, it doesn't say... It doesn't have, it Rambo, doesn't have Rambo... Yeah, right, but it doesn't have Rambo on an airplane. You know, reading and facts about America from a brochure. Because you'd need to, to remember what country <laughs> you're going to... Oh, and of course, when the, when the movie ends, we get another cheesy song. In this case, the classic, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. Yeah. Which, <laughs> By uh, Bill Medley. I remember Bill that. Jeez. Yeah. So, we should play at the end of this. And I mean, again, that's a bit silly, but I mean, the way it ends with them saying they're getting a bit old for this makes, them, makes you think Rambo 3 was intended to be the last one, and yet I don't see much of a point for Rambo 3, not Rambo doesn't grow in this movie necessarily. I, I think it's interesting in the beginning when he's in Thailand, and I think it's neat the movie wasn't set in uh, America or Afghanistan, or sorry, or Vietnam again. You know, that would have really been the pits. But uh, oh. the, the pacing, I think, is a bit slower in Rambo 3 than uh, in the previous two movies in the series. Yeah, there, like, there's definitely much more time before... Stuff starts going down, I guess. I mean, they it have Tortured of Troutman. They have you have the Soviets really early on, though. Well, it is atypical for, for at least you know by modern standards to have an action movie, let alone a sequel to an action movie, take so long to get to the big action set pieces. That is unusual compared to stuff um, stuff of today, and I think that's more of a a product of, of when it's made. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You do get some kind of character development between the kid. Uh, Hamid and, and Rambo and some of Rambo and Troutman. And at the near the end of the movie, Rambo gives Hamid the uh, Buddha necklace from around his neck, which he was given by the uh, romantic interest in uh, Rambo First Blood Part Two. So it ties a little bit together with the last one, but I think you can easily skip Rambo Three and not miss that much. Not miss that much aside from. A few good scenes between Troutman and Rambo in the beginning. I, I think it. I think it should be seen, especially when comparing it with uh, Heart Shot, Hot Shots Part Two. Um, <laughs> just because I, you have to know them. I think you have. You should see the movie before seeing a spoof of it. And also, I think this is just such an example of what the action movies. This is like a definitive action movie of the eighties. Yeah. That's true. When you have the the Soviets, they were by that time the Soviets were different because of Mikhail Gorbachev. But it really does show a good us versus them. It's it's one of the better us versus them, which the the second one's pretty good. But just seriously, this really like this kind of is the definitive uh, us versus Russians. That and uh, it's like Rocky uh, Four and more. Mm, Rocky Four. When I think of Rocky Four, I immediately think of uh, Moscow on the Hudson for some reason, starring Robin Williams. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Both of them have very good. Both of them show off the KGB. 
in in what is the KGB way. Hmm. Not so much the Russians' army. This is one where it really shows off the Russians sensibly in their military. That's a good point. Uh, do you have any thoughts about Rambo 3, Thrasher? Well, I guess just this is a matter of personal taste for me, but I do kind of like how it takes its time. Generally, I like films that have a more leisurely pace, that take their time to build to the big action set pieces. That being said, aside from the fact that Troutman has so much more to do, there's not much else to separate this film from the other Rambo films. Although at the same time, I do really like the Rambo character. I love, I love this implication that he's converted to Buddhism and that he's found peace through a particular faith or philosophy, depending on how you want to look at it. You know, you don't, you don't see. I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm not really aware of any other action uh, American action movies that really uh, play up Buddhism. Right, and it's, it's that the Buddhism hmm. is dealt with the. Sort of in a subtle way. You don't have scenes of him, uh, you, you know, praying or, or meditating exactly. It's not, even though he is wearing a necklace of Buddha around his neck, it's not super in your face where there's big monologues about, about Buddhism, but it's certainly there. Hmm. Um, you know, it said the uh, the rise in people converting to Buddhism increased 3% after the release of Rambo 3. So, What? No, I'm just kidding. That's a total uh, I was about to. I was about to, to ask you to cite your sources on that. <laughs> Uncle Milkshake, I got a question. Yes. Did you ever play the Sega? The Genesis game, Rambo. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty fun. Did you? Ever I, play play, I played it at a friend's house, uh-huh. and I just remember, like, I remember the the old classic transition scenes, and they were pretty much they were pretty close to the movie. Um, and but I always liked how they did uh, Talman's face because it really looked like him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you had... the Rambo kind of looked cartoonish, but like the transition one, they always looked really good because they were they were basically beautiful pixel art. Right, like, pixel I remember artists. the Rambo. I remember the actual little Rambo icon was pretty funny. Yeah, it, you, you had no stick fighting in the Rambo three game for the Sega Genesis, but you did have. Um, you know, it was all like fighting in Afghanistan, but you could sort of choose what weapons you used. It was a little bit like that game Commando. Yeah. If you remember that. Uh, you know, one Rambo game I ran across uh, a few years ago at a place called Gameworks in Seattle, sort of like a Dave and Buster's kind of place, was called, just called Rambo, and it's an arcade game for two players that each of you has a machine gun, and you get to yes. play as Ram- Have you seen that? Light gun, yeah. It's a light- yeah, 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 yeah. I used to see those in um, movie theaters. But have you seen the Rambo one? Like, it's, it's surprisingly recent, but you play as Rambo and Troutman, and a majority of the game cool. takes place in Rambo 3, and it starts at the end of Rambo 3 with that sort of epic battle. <laughs> and it kind of keeps on jumping back and forth between the first three Rambo movies. And uh, if you kill enough people, I think without getting... If you kill enough people and get enough points, you get to enter Rambo mode where you hear Stallone screaming and you get infinite uh, ammo and health for a limited amount of time. <laughs> like it's, That's uh, great. Yeah, it's That's really... Great. Uh, I thought it was really a lot of fun, but, you know, sadly they haven't released it on the Wii or anything like that, but it only came out a few years ago. And really? it somehow does not have the uh, Rambo 4 in there as part of it. But 
you know, you know, the graphics aren't too hot. The video clips from the movies look very grainy. It's not a technical tour de force, but it's a lot of fun and certainly an appropriate sort of game for Rambo. That's uh, going to be pretty fun, though. I, I like that it's Rambo and Troutman. I like the idea that they're teaming up. But did you get, you get to play both? Yeah. If you can, you just end the episode with the Rambo scream if you can find the audio clip. Oh, on YouTube, they have clips of people playing the whole arcade game. I think if you have enough quarters, you can beat the game in half an hour. You know, those games are never that long oh. uh, with the guns and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty funny to end it just with the... So, I actually got to get going and cook some uh, mustard oh, cook some mustard pork chops and go to our birthday party. Oh, uh, who's oh, birthday? Yeah. Um, one of Havana's friends. I believe it's a birthday party. Maybe it's just a Halloween party. I'm rather oh, confused. Nice. I hardly know what I'm sure, doing. Wish her a happy birthday for me because I'm also a Scorpio. Oh, okay. I will. And, um... Did it, did... Oh, uh, Thrasher. It's also... Like, let's just give some shout-outs. Even though this will be, like, two months from now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Lauren's... It's Lauren's birthday. Uh, it's Samantha Dianoso's uh, birthday, and it's my birthday! Yay! Today's your birthday? No, not today. Um, my birthday is on Saturday. Oh, happy birthday! That's my sister's uh, birthday as well. Yeah, I remember that because uh, I remember Scorpio. You know, I guess my my girlfriend Sarah's birthday will have come and gone by the time this episode is posted. Um, what better celebration for birthdays than uh, talking about Rambo 3 and the sequel cast? Uh, here's a question for you, Jason. I, uh, I got someone new uh, following the sequel cast Twitter feed. and um, Why? He, but he, he mentions you. What? Do, do you know that someone named uh, Russell from New Jersey? Uh, Russell Jung? Yes. Holy shit, yeah. You didn't have to say his last name, but now everyone knows. Uh, Unless it's well, hey, it No, I'll give a shout out, Bill. Yeah. I'll bleep that out, but he, you know, mentioned that he likes listening to the show, and he mentioned you were on it, and he was suggesting <laughs> uh, an idea to do Karate Kid on a future series of episodes, which could be fun. Okay. Because they came out with the new one, I guess. Uh, and there was a TV series. Was there? It was an animated series. Oh. It had a weird, mystical bent. I did not know that. I, yeah, they I, were trapped. I remember only seeing, like, one episode. Yeah, uh, so I gotta get, um... Yeah, get cooking, um... I gotta get cooking, but, uh, until next time, next time in Sequel Cast, we're gonna be covering, uh, the fourth Rambo movie, just called Rambo. In some circles, it's known as John Rambo. Uh, visit website, SequelCast.com. what circles? Uh, they released an extended cut called John Rambo, and outside the United <laughs> States, it was released as John Rambo. <laughs> Because as uh, we we can't forget, Rambo's name is Johnny J Rambo or John Rambo. No, Rambo John J. Heimer <laughs> Schmitz. This uh, name is your name too. Whenever we go out, the people come and shout. There goes John J Rambo Heimer Schmitz. <laughs> la 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 la. Uh, I, I think we. <laughs> we'll We've milked Rambo three as yeah, far as it can be milked. Why did it with, uh, so until next time, this is Thrasher. Or no, I'm Thrasher. <laughs> until next time. Oh, and Uncle Milkshake. Until next time, this is Uncle Milkshake. <laughs> and that's Jersey Jason. And that's Thrasher. Saying, John J. Rambo, Rambo Heimerschmidt. I can't, <laughs> damn it. I'll just... <laughs> it's just going to generate us babbling and at some <laughs> point, <laughs> table <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, God. John right. J. Rambo was a Vietnam vet. Uh, no, I'll, I'll just stop it there. Who, who was singing that song, Noel Coward? <laughs>
The sequel cast airs Wednesdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Cascadia.fm online internet streaming radio you can also download episodes of the sequel cast from www.sequelcast.com